Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. To move on to the second point, right? Like, obviously, this is a very radical idea. But even just to think about, we just, we read that passage in Ephesians, right? Where the Apostle Paul is really talking about, when he's talking about salvation, he's talking about, like, how do we become right with God? And he's saying that it's, it's for by grace, you've been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is a gift of God. So what the Bible says, a gift of God. So the second big thing that really stands out to me is like, grace tells us a lot about the person of God. Like, like this is a God who loves a God who sacrifices willingly, meaning he denies himself what's rightfully his, i.e. respect, um, you know, worship, so on and so forth. I mean, God, if God's God, God can do whatever he wants. God can expect whatever he wants. God could be a tyrant. God could be mean. God could be, he could be whatever he wants to be if, he, if he's ultimately creator and made us and all that kind of stuff. And so it's interesting that the Bible describes a God who loves a God who sacrifices what he deserves for the betterment of his creation, us. Um, a God who, who displays this idea of grace. Because if you've been around the church, right, it's something that we just heard, we've heard, we've heard, we've heard. It becomes kind of this thing that maybe we, we just hear it, we recite it, we sing about it, we don't think much about it. But to think that God could be anything he wants to be. And he chose to be a God of grace is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And he shows, and then he like, and as Jesus, when he came down, when, when he came, became a part of this world, he showed us a way on how we can be reciprocal in that and show each other grace. Mm -hmm. And that's, that is the, like knowing that we are, all imperfect, knowing that we're all going to hurt at one, like be harmed or harm someone else. It's like a hopeful path out of that or in towards rebuilding. It's like, it's this rescue plan that he, like God knew was, it, like, he knew that it was going to be messy here, but it's not this kind of like, if it's the idea that because he is a loving God, that means he wants all of us to be a part of it. And the way that we show that is by creating communities where as many people can be come in and be a part of that healing process, part of that rebuilding process. It's not about getting, it's not about separating and isolating people out. It's about bringing them in and staying connected because then it's their choice is if they want to be a part of this community, these are the behaviors we show, we show grace, forgiveness, but then we also have consequences. Um, there's also, there's justice in that, but it, that justice isn't like a, it's not a, there's not finality to isolation. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I guess a invitation to be connected. And some people have a hard time being connected to other people. That's really good. And in a, in the only time. And the only time that grace is necessary is when there is suffering. If you think about it, if everything was good, we don't need grace. 
right? So it it is a it's this intentional idea that the only time we can show this wonder this beautiful thing called grace is when there is suffering. Like that's that's the the radical part that I see in it. It's because if, if what the, what type of community do we want to be a part of? What are the values that we have? Do we want to be one part of a community that's marked by our willingness and desire to show people grace? But the only way that we can show them grace is if we are known and trusted enough for them to share who who we are of each other to each other. The messy, like the bad and the good, the messy and the clean. Yeah, I want to read a quote by the late Tim Keller. Um, I was thinking about him earlier today. He passed away a couple months ago. He's probably had, I don't know, one of the most, the biggest, top five biggest influences on my, the way I see God. Um, he was a pastor in New York City. He wrote a lot of stuff late in his life. But he said, the Bible's purpose is not so much to show you how to live a good life. The Bible's purpose is to show you how God's grace breaks into your life against your will and saves you from your sin and brokenness. Otherwise, you would never be able to overcome. Religion is, if you obey, then you will be accepted. But the gospel or good news is, if you are absolutely accepted and sure you're accepted, only then will you ever begin to obey. Those are two utterly different things. Every page of the Bible shows the difference. Mm. Yeah, it's a it is a backwards uh, way that we would if we were to design things, we would want there to be. I guess clear. I, I know I would. Th- I know I would want this clear outlines of like this is the behavior we're looking for. These are the consequences if you don't follow that. And then God comes in and, sh- and shows this very contrary, upside down way of doing things, where He's like, "No, you were." You are welcomed, accepted, known, and then like that's it. That's that that's the, that's the crazy thing about it. But then it's a it's a gift that's offered. But the, I think the thing where it gets messy is when you're offered this gift, but then you don't accept it or receive it. Because just like we are afraid to often re- give grace, it's really hard to receive it when we know that we're messed up, because if I receive it, it, I I don't know why that is an issue for me often when I know that like the people who've shown me grace the most, there's this thing like deep inside me that wants to like show that I deserve it. But that's not what grace is about. It's like, it's because I don't deserve it. That's why it's beautiful. And I have to be, I have to put faith in someone else that they actually mean what they, what they say. And that's the, that's the messiness of being connected to people. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five on our conversation. We'll see you then.